0: Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max 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 Max, Max. Max, 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 Max! Pursuing the RPG hobby with Reckless Abandon.
1: Good evening, Internet! It is I, Kadaev, and I am in charge of all of this stuff! And I think it's working! So that's the even more impressive part. We can only hope. Um... This is season twenty, episode two of the Happy Jacks RPG Podcast. Uh and to my right I am Weasel Creature. Hi. From the Forums. <laughs> bum 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 bum. Uh in hopefully just a moment, we will uh be having um the remote call-in from uh From Stu and Bill at GenCon50 They've seen all kinds of crazy stuff because I keep getting text messages from the both of them Um, but uh, we'll hear more from them shortly Um, We've got a couple of emails also um, just to make sure that we do things like normal Uh, Sergeant Dan writes in with some idea on character and group creation Uh, and then Ben from Texas asks for advice for some advice about when he chokes, what to do, that kind of a thing. Um, our usual blurb, bringing blurb. that back, It hasn't been around in a while. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to email the show and perhaps get your words read by somebody here, um, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. Uh, social media, it's pretty easy to remember because it's also Happy Jacks RPG. And then our live stream is always available at happyjacks.org slash live. Or you can search for us on Twitch or YouTube, for that. Um, Twitch is where we get a lot of our chat room stuff. So yes, when we join the hear chat, us talking about the chat room, that's the one we're talking about. Uh, so, a very special extra thing tonight. Uh, this episode of the Happy Jacks RPG podcast is sponsored by pom 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 Easy Roller, roller Dice. dice. Uh, Our friends over at Easy Roller Dice just launched a new Kickstarter. Uh, They have this dice tray that has a built-in staging area around the outside edge, so you can keep all your dice in there and not have them in the way when you try and roll something.
2: And hopefully out of reach of Stork, so he can't (laughs) touch your dice.
1: And it comes with a lid,
2: so when you're in transit... Stork shield.
1: If Stork lurks, he's gonna jump out, you can always make sure to keep them safe. Um... Uh, the dice staging area lets you get dice ready because it's octagonal shaped um, And keeps everything clear until you're ready uh, This compact little tray can be used at a crowded table And when you're ready to pack up, toss your dice back in Put the lid back on, off you go to your next gaming event uh, You can check this out, it's a limited time because it's a kickstarter That's how it works um, EasyRollerDice.com Slash tray um, and then you can help join in the Kickstarter And uh, get yourself a cool dice tray We really like the one That we've been using around here That I don't see at the moment I think I put my gear on it Ah, well, it's down there But you've seen it on the stream before um, And uh, so once again That's com Slash tray And you can help them get this new product off the ground Which I kind of dig it I really like it They got good uh, stuff over there They do, yeah, I I still... I occasionally buy one of their big bags of dice just to take the cons. Mm -hmm. Because they're my great... Like, oh, somebody showed up that's never played a game before. Yep. Here's some dice. It's awesome. So thanks again. Easy Roller Dice. Uh, And, yeah. Let's move on. I still haven't gotten the, the magic call that will fill the black void... For all of you to be able to see something.
2: Knowing Stu, he's resetting the hotel's router.
1: Yes. <laughs> <He's> running down <laughs> the hallway, screaming. Sir, what? sir, you can't go in there. That would be amazing. <laughs> Bill has like a crowbar, he's like, <laughs> jacking open this door. It'd be so good. Uh, but I guess in the meantime. Let's uh, move on to Sergeant Dan. Why don't you take the first one? Sure. <clears throat> more ideas on group creation
2: from Sergeant Dan. California Stew and the Douches of the Lost MacGuffin. Sergeant Dan from the hinterlands of Johnston County, NC, here once more. I'm going to say NC stands for North Columbia. Huh. In season 19. Bull's episode- Choice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's talking about Manuel here from Columbia uh, oh, too oh, oh, In season 19, episode 19 Manuel asked about how to get group cohesion and interconnectivity Here are a couple of ideas to add to your sagely advice The folks at Fear the Boot have the group template They have a questionnaire to help set the structure and tone of the game And the link is provided probably in the show notes later Yeah,
1: I'm sure Stu will we'll if you go
2: Fear the Boot and search for their group template You can find it Yeah Um, Another tool in for the kit is Backstory Cards from Brooklyn Indie Games. They are cards that set party relationships and develop NPCs, groups, events, and locations, all of which the GM can use to develop the story and supply more effective plot hooks. Link is in the show notes. Cool. Game Session Zero should never be overlooked. The creation of characters in a group will help individual build will help individuals build better characters as people talk among each other and use the other players and the GM as a sounding board. That's the two cents from this Marine. Sergeant Dan, USMC. P.S. Why? Because. P.P.S. Drink. I like the
1: cut of your jib.
2: P.P.P.S. I am on the committee for organizing Fear the Con 11. Don't worry, Churcher will be running Traveler. Cool. Good on Traveler. So yeah, Session Zero definitely is uh, an important session to have for those who don't know what Session Zero is. That is before characters are even created, or it's usually when they're created, the party with the GM gets together, talks about what the campaign will be, either asking the players what they want, or the GM can say, I'm looking to run this. Then all the players can talk about... um, Character concepts they have that you know the, the party can have their bases covered You can make sure you don't have the guy who hates Orcs and the other guy who wants to Only play an orc and hates dwarves And then you're going to have a fight on the first session That leads to a character's death And that's never fun So yeah, session zero gets that group Cohesion down right away um, So it's, uh, it's
1: An important yeah, session to have Yeah, I, I totally agree um, We actually had some people that didn't like Doing a session zero when we had them on the actual play stream, which I was shocked about. I was like, "Yeah, it's super. It's super useful to kind of get the characters and get to know what's going on and that kind of a thing." But some people were like, "We only want a game. We don't want to hear. We want the story of a game, like it's a radio drama kind oh. of a thing." Um. And I kind of get that argument too. But then you can always just skip session zero if that's your yeah. big problem. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly enough. Today I just started watching The Defenders on Netflix. Oh, the
2: is that the um,
1: group team up of all the Netflix right, Marvel yeah. heroes? Uh, and they totally kind of go through the whole group creation process. <laughs> like the first episode, they're not really working together. It's just sort of like vignettes of what each one's doing, right? And setting the scene, and then like eventually they all sort of come together. And then they don't really like each other or trust each other <laughs> or anything. So it's like every game like that where you right. have players that are like. Why do I? Why would I Yeah, yeah with we're that gonna guy? start in the
2: end. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we fought on the same side, but why do I want to trust that guy? Right. Who's
1: exactly? Yeah. 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 So that's the first. Like, I was watching that scene today, and I was like, "It's totally. I've good. been there. It's the tavern. <laughs> and oh yeah, that's clearly the player that's just being a douchebag. Right. You want to work with the team. Like, get it together. <laughs> that's what you have to do.
2: <sighs> yeah. Let me. I mean, don't get me wrong, some inter-party conflict is great in a game, um, but you still want the cohesion to be there, you want, want things to run smooth and have that conflict more dramatic and less, I don't want to say petty, because even some petty conflicts are fun. Like Yeah. Like Scully and, and Albert, some of their petty bickering was very amusing. Um, although they didn't have a proper session zero either. Well, that's but true. they worked with it
1: But they I think they probably We would have done A session zero with them If we'd been doing The whole video streaming When that right. game started But it's yeah. been going So long now That yeah. it's the last holdover From the the time before <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> Like little Uh oh What was this noise What did I miss
2: Chimes uh, And hello chat room We never said hello To the chat room If you're oh, in the chat room Oh yeah we talked about it, but chat room is a great place to hang out while the uh show's going on because they ignore us and have their own conversations
1: yeah and I actually uh that's the hosting chime you're right, thanks, Jen human. I'm so waiting for skype to make noises that I'm like <laughs> what was that what um, but uh yeah the, the when I started running Rifts, it's my first like on stream game. I actually had to stop looking at the chat because they were cracking me up so much <laughs> that I was like, "I'm not running the game. I'm just laughing." Like, <laughs> I can't. No, that's not all right. That's
2: yeah, they went crazy with with Bill's crazy character, Cal El. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some funny stuff.
1: Yeah, he he knocked it out of the park with the character and then with the concept to allow right, the, yeah, chat to the chat to room to be everybody in there, yeah. in there. It was great. Uh, Alright, well, no call yet
2: So I'll move on to Or should we talk about what we played this week Before we go to the last email Alright, we can do that We'll mix
1: it up! Keep you people on your toes Uh,
2: What did you play this week? That was boring on my end Um, My GM and a couple of my players Are at Gen Con 2 So we took Monday off for them to get ready Um, And that's our uh, Playtesting Bloodlines And Black Magic. Uh, That or we have another Pathfinder game going that we created the world. It's kind of a post-apocalyptic fantasy setting, so gritty
1: D&D. I dig it. I dig it. I've said many times that I've kind of come to the point where I'm a little burnt out on standard fantasy world games. Right. Because I'm like, (laughs) uh, all right. I've kind of been. We've
2: all done them for. Yeah,
1: like I've kind of done that a lot. I want to see all these other things out there. Um, uh, This week, uh, I played masks on Monday, um, which was fun because I got to look up stuff that I'll never actually be able to afford in real life. I saw (laughs) your post on the forums. (laughs) Entertaining. That's kind of a hobby of mine in general. (laughs) Like, especially when I see the. the, when I'm driving by a Seven Eleven, I see those light up lotto oh. numbers in the window, and I see five hundred. I'm like, "No, oh, now it's time! I'm gonna go buy my ticket." Yeah. And as a friend of mine calls it, the daydream tax. Right.
2: Like and because I, it, it's not worth it to win seven million. You got to win
1: right, five hundred
2: million. Right, right, right.
1: Your return on investment <laughs> from a dollar right is so much better. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, so that was fun. Um, and I kind of dig... The Masks game is really my first Apocalypse World game that I've gotten to play multiple... Like a whole arc right. in and like do the advancement mechanics and that kind of stuff, which is fun. I've been enjoying that. Um, and then I've been doing a lot of work prepping for the upcoming Strategicon, uh, which will be... This Labor Day weekend, Labor Day, yeah, Labor, Labor Day. Day weekend. It is, yeah.
2: September second, third that weekend.
1: Uh, yeah. First, LA. First, second, third. LA, Yeah, Hilton. That's it. Down by the airport. So uh, yeah,
2: join the Happy Jacks crew at the uh, Strategic Con.
1: If you don't have anything going on that weekend,
2: or if you do, cancel it and
1: come yeah. and say hi. You tell them. You tell them I said. <laughs> You couldn't be at your sister's wedding because you had to go meet a bunch <laughs> of guys from the internet. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, at the con, I'll be running two games. One with Hoserob, uh that's based on the legitimately released in 1980 as the first licensed property RPG, doubtless the role-playing game. Nice. <laughs> which I'm quite excited about. Uh, and then... Will they which find is, out who shot Jr. This is before the shooting of Jr. Because oh. it it was the show was only on the air two years when this game came out. That's not even a plot point <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of a weird game because it's a mix between uh, your standard RPG and like a board game and a little bit like how to host a murder, like those old oh, okay. like everybody gets a role and then you have objectives that you're trying to achieve so it's like competitive role playing sort of because mm. your objectives or, might or be
2: like doing what me and my wife do is when we play board games we, we RP them. Like, oh yeah. Like when yeah. we're playing Clue if, if I'm Colonel Mustard I'm, I'm Colonel
1: Mustard. I'm going right. to find out who done it. Because that's, that's what the fun is. Right. Yeah absolutely. Totally. Um, then uh, the second game is going to be a D&D 5th edition game uh, I'm doing with Stork that we're actually sort of finishing our planning tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, Mission Imbardable <laughs> is, is the title. So it's party of bards. Gonna be a lot of bard action, nice. which will be fun. Um, I'm with the band, <laughs> and I will tell you right now, it's difficult to come up with six entirely different bards. Right, like it's hard work in Fifth Edition. In previous editions, you could kind of Differentiate them a little more And 5th edition does have the nice two separate paths For bards okay. They have like, they call it the College of Lore And the College of Valor Yeah. So there's like the combat oriented bard And then the sort of Nerd Yeah, exactly <laughs> um, So that, it's fun to play with that way um, But to really try and differentiate Six bards I'm, right?
2: I'm, I, I mean, beyond changing their Focus for their perform You know the instrument They play <laughs> To form the band Yeah it's
1: uh, They're all bass players <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to go man It's just Six guys get <laughs> up on stage
3: Boom 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 boom
1: <laughs> I'd join that band <laughs> It'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going to that concert Because you show up And you're like What's it gonna be? <laughs> um, yeah Ah Apparently, Sword Coast has other options for bards. Um, I, I'm not going into multiclassing, Kurt. Um, it's I'm I'm working on a way, and there's going to be some decidedly non-standard bards <laughs> when I'm done. Um, but we'll see. We'll. It, it's fifth edition D and D, so at least rules-wise, it's not going to be horrific. Right, uh, which is the problem that Rob and I run into when we pick ancient games <laughs> to try and play. Like we'll be like, mm, yeah, let's play Dallas, and then you get the the rules for Dallas in the box because it came in a box set, and the rule book is only like twenty pages long, which you're like, oh, that's not too bad. I can absorb that pretty quickly, but it just leaves so much not discussed. Right, they just they just like oh if you 're running the game you 're the director of the game you you need to throw these cards out on the table to complicate matters, but they don 't say how you need to throw them out on the table
2: like yeah guidelines on when or how many or
1: i I read through it and it it the way I read it was i'd had to i would throw them out and like create like a community pool of stuff for the players to interact with, but then there 's no rules for how they would interact with those. <laughs> So then I realized Oh no They mean distribute them To the other players Yeah, oh. Like to Oh well that guy's a little behind So I'll give him this Because it'll cause trouble Or this guy's doing really well I'm going to throw Three things at him That are bad Like Because It came with a whole Deck of cards For the <laughs> You throw out these Little <laughs> minor characters And all kinds of stuff So it'll be fun At least it's 9am So I won't be Tore up
2: Right <laughs> To try and do it 9am on Saturday? Yeah
1: Okay And then the bard game is two o'clock on Saturday.
2: Nice. Yeah. Not sure if we're making this one or not.
1: Okay.
2: Well, babysitter. Yeah. Maybe at least one of us will. Lily let me go to the last one while she stayed with Declan. So if she wants to go, and I'll watch the boy. We'll see. It's not many games, you know. Plan, but if. If I do go, I got plenty of Iron Kingdoms So I can do games on demand again
1: And they're doing, like Tomes is running a lot more Sessions of games on demand Yeah. So I had a blast with that last time um, Because Last con, I totally f- Screwed up and I did not Remember pre-reg day <laughs> So then it was like, ah I just have to show up And hope I get yeah. in the games I want Which I got in a couple, but Then it was a great backup plan to be like, "Great, I'll just go down and play a fun game for a couple hours."
2: Yeah, he's been doing great with that games on demand. Um, The one that I ran, I had two people had never played RPGs before. Um, That's cool. And I was, they had a blast. I had fun.
1: That's awesome. And you did your Iron Kingdoms thing for them.
2: That's cool. I'm trying to trying to bring Iron Kingdoms to the Happy Jacks world. It'll get here eventually. (laughs)
1: Things move very quickly Or very slowly
2: yeah. Very slowly Because I've been uh, Planning on running one For You know The Happy Jacks crew For a while And Life happens Alright so, yeah.
1: Hmm. yeah Still no
2: uh, Still no Skype So
1: Yeah Alright I love how We had it working Before I started The stream <laughs> And then Like a minute before I had to start everything up, Stu goes... Ah! Oh, oh, speak of the devil. Behold!
3: I was
0: my Alright. Where's the... Hello? We can hear you. Hello.
1: Are
0: we... you live? We are yeah.
1: live. We can hear you, but we cannot see you as of yet. So you're just a big set of initials on the screen for everybody to see, but that's okay. Problem. Oh. In the Indianapolis
0: oh. ISP throttle. Uh, when I'm Skype's sorry. running, yeah, up goes five kilobits per second to one.
2: Something about five ah kilobits to one. <laughs> oh, he's breaking up by point uh-huh. <laughs>
1: twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> um, I I I don't
3: I'll have. Try, a good... I'll try again. Hold up. Put yourselves.
0: I'm gonna try the laptop because it finally
3: installed. Okay, I was gonna say,
0: so I've skipped my laptop. All right. It's it's
2: activity though. The audio's better when they're talking to each other than when we're talking to us. I know.
1: The call is ended again. Ah. All right. We'll give them a second because they may be back on shortly. Yeah. Let's. That see.
2: hotel's router is powered by a hamster and a wheel, so.
1: And it died. Someone get a new hamster (laughs) It's slowly just rocking back and forth In the bottom of the wheel Poor hamster And it's a pain in the ass to find a pet store That's open at midnight For god's sake 24 hour hamsters
2: (laughs) Um. right, other Dave Get in that wheel and start
1: running (laughs) Just one of them (laughs) Sit there with a crank Um, let's see What what else At the con I'm super jazzed Because I got into the Monday morning MOOC oh. GURPS game Which for me is always the the Grand finale for my weekend Because <laughs> it's like alright I gotta go home After this time slot but right. If I can get in that game then right. it's the great Wraps everything up I always have a good time It's awesome Yeah. And I then, really wanted to do his Aliens one last time yeah, it was not working out for me either. Um, but this time it's Game of Thrones. Oh. So we'll see what happens. Game of Thrones and GURPS? Yeah. Oof. Because you take a super deadly system <laughs> yeah. and you add a super deadly fluff to it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It'll be great. Because there's no healing. Right. <laughs> oh, you got a minor nick on your arm. Sorry, you're yeah. dead.
2: That, that story they tell of Bill... every every so often on the show is I do a cold shot to his face (laughs) you
1: know oh yeah god man that's gonna be it's gonna be nasty we'll see how that goes it'll be fun uh and then I'm gonna be playing uh the competitive gruel truck oh with Dave 77 again I can't wait for that I backed it Uh ah I I knew I could come up with some crap for a short time Press the answer button? Hello? Oh, I missed the call. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try calling them. I'm gonna be proactive. Hello? Hello! Hello! You seemed... Please, caller, please turn down your radio. <laughs> can you hear me? I can. You actually... Okay. Audio-wise, you're coming through great.
3: Hello, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> I'm
1: so glad. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It's Wait, there's you. It's a thing! Okay. When we talk, it mutes that.
3: Good. I can't hear him. That's good. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good that people can't hear them.
1: Okay. Hello. Hello. So
0: we're at Gen Con. where are you?
1: I'm at your house. <laughs> because you were foolish enough okay. to leave a key. I was.
0: So Impressions of Gen Con.
3: There's a lot of people here and uh, it's warm.
4: And there's a lot of incredible games. Those are my impressions. What was the most incredible game you saw that you had not seen previously before? Uh, Sail power.
0: That was that pi- That was that the, was the pirate the
3: ships with actual like giant full size ships on a giant map that people were
0: well not around.
3: not full size. <laughs> no, well, if
0: you were a rat, they were a full size. Oh, no, that reminds me. Of... <laughs> But it, So far, it's been fantastic. We have not played one game. No, that's not true. We played oh, one game. There's there's these Battletech pods where you go inside and it's like a you have all the controls. You sit in this little chair and there's this weird-ass screen. Yeah, and it's like basically you're inside of a Battletech
3: mech and you're fighting. Oh,
1: that's are
3: awesome. like ten other people that are linked in.
2: That's super cool. They used to have one of those at Costa Mesa.
1: Yeah, yeah. What was it called? Well, I still, I'm still holding out hope that someday they're going to bring back Mech Warrior as a game franchise and let you play in VR. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I want. So did you run the ad? I did. We went through what? it and talked about it, and I actually looked at their Kickstarter, and I dig it. I like their Dice Tray. It's really already cool. already backed it. I, I have not yet, because I don't have any money until the 1st of September.
4: Okay. But Ace hey, Stu, what was the coolest game you saw that you've never seen before?
0: What's the coolest game I saw? I haven't seen any games. I mostly bought stuff. I bought a lot of Dead Rain stuff, by the way.
1: I, I saw your your poker hand of it.
0: I bought six supplements. Nice, nice. I met Kevin Simbeta. C- uh,
1: okay, cool. He was
0: st- He was signing a stack of books that was taller than he was. <laughs> He's, He's like... Just- He's like, you'll excuse me, but I have an enormous number of books to sign. I'm like, that's perfectly fine. I understand.
1: He should just sign them down the, down the spine. Not down the spine, but down the other side. Like, all together. One big signature. So everybody gets a tiny piece. <laughs> so they have to all get back together.
0: Signature yeah. to work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just call it the signature collection. Uh, we had our meetup. How did that go?
0: We had, I don't know...
3: T- like 10 okay, guys. About, the yeah, about like 10 or so people show up. That was really cool. Very awesome. I nice. remember
0: none of their names cuz I'm named deaf. Eric, one of the guys names was Eric. What a, uh, uh, Jim Ryan was there. Yeah, Jim Ryan. Very I'm cool. sure there was a John and a Dave. Those are very common. Yeah, people. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> and uh, and it was cool. It was really neat actually getting to talk with people that listen to the show and um, were asking asking questions about stuff. I had, uh, I, I, it was pretty funny. They were, uh, during, the, during the first day that we were actually at the con, uh, people were walking up and they're like, oh, hi, are you Stu Venable from Happy Jacks? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, I listened to your shows. So that was pretty cool. People actually knew who we were from Stu's giant bald fez covered head. said so um, they were asking well, you if you were Stu? No, they were asking <laughs> Stu if he was Stu. I was, like, I was nobody. I was the guy next to Stu. It was awesome. (laughs) And and then, yeah, so tonight we were talking about stuff. Uh, I revealed uh, to those people all the secrets of what would have happened if we would have been able to play the uh, Traveler Star Wars game. So I told them all my plot ideas.
1: I see. uh, That
3: even the the players never knew. (laughs) So uh, they got some insider info. That's awesome, and uh, and it was cool. It was nice. We we drank a you know a couple of beers uh, with people. A
4: couple of beers. A
3: couple, yeah. meaning like Stuff
4: to fill the Albert
3: Hall. And yeah, there was, there was, there was a lot of beer. There. Um, at the uh, at the Centerpoint. Yes. Uh, Centerpoint Brewery. Centerpoint Brewery in beautiful Indianapolis. Yes. Um, which is a a <laughs> fairly new brew pub that was freaking awesome.
1: Particularly Star Wars themed.
3: No, not that center point. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 but they have like a, a whole row of uh, pinball machines, and the, uh, the owner is this super cool, like 24 year old gal who just was like totally to kick ass. And um, they were very, very cool to us. And uh, we're, so it was great. We had a great time, and uh, it was nice to just get together with all the listeners.
1: That's super cool.
3: And the night before, we were at Scotty's Brew House. That's right. Where we, we drank a yard of beer. That's right, which came in a giant tube. Ah, with a tap at the bottom.
0: Yes, to oh,
1: to make it to make it easier to drink. I get it.
0: Yeah, right. No, but you have to bend your fat ass all the way down to the bottom of this tap to pour for the glass. So it's and they need tables to set them on for the older, larger, larger amongst us. Yeah. Because none of us need to
3: Thank God Jadine was here, so she's the fit one right. to
4: make it out. So uh the um hit me in the groin, weren't you? You looked I over. Was,
0: you were like, I, was I was saw a, the hand. Twitch. I was like, punching you,
4: uh,
1: the, Go ahead, Mas, Master Vedar in the in the chat room said the center point is now a Twi'lek massage parlor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she could make it. She could cosplay a good Twi'lek. Who, uh, Amy? Amanda. Amanda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she would. Yeah. yeah, she'd kill it. No, actually, <laughs> it was a very good brewery. It was fantastic. The beer was fantastic. And we closed the place yesterday and today. Nice. Nice. How you Uh The dealer room there is perhaps 80 to 90 times larger than the dealer, dealer room at Strategicon. Sure. Uh, I took a picture, I put it on Facebook, I'll, I'll, I'll post it with this episode when it goes up, of one of, like, tw- what, 28 or 30 aisles? Yeah. And that was on the first day in the morning, which apparently was the absolute wrong time to go, because that's when everyone goes to get the new hotness that they want to buy, right? Right, right. And well, to try supply. and get their
1: swag, yeah.
0: Right. And the Starfinder, the line for Starfinder, which is the Pathfinder science fiction game, Mm. was insane. It was insane. And then Fantasy Flight Games uh, of course had all a bunch of stuff they released at Gen Con for the, the L5R card game. Yep. Mm. Uh, and that stuff sold out early this morning? Or yes. last night. Um, and they had a huge line. But some of these booths are huge. Paizo has... I was going to say a football field. It's not a football field. But it's probably like it's the size of, like, a baseball diamond.
4: It was big.
0: It was really big.
4: My so, personal favorite of Booth was what uh, the Exploding Kittens guys were doing. So what they did...
0: Now, that's... thats Let me explain. Exploding Kittens was the game that was Kickstarted by The Oatmeal, correct? Correct. Right. right.
4: And
1: now they have, like, Bears so versus they Babies have, or
0: something? It's a, yes.
4: yes. That's their new game that they have coming out, but... The exploding kittens game was not unlike a giant puppet show, where it was "quote unquote" an automated system where you came up and you pressed a button, and then with, using a little tongue presser, they would show a little sign of saying what you had to pay in order to be able to get their thing, and then they would lower it whenever you handed out your or were pulling out your cash, and you would either hand them your cash or credit and, card. And you stick money in. And then it then they would bring up another sign that says processing. And then they would bring up a multicolored pinwheel and then spin that for a little while while it was processed.
0: And, right, like the Mac, it, the and it was
4: right. absolutely low tech and it was absolutely amazing. You, so, you would just sit there and watch it because it, it was so hilarious it's to a, watch. It's about a like eight minute process
0: per sale, so they've only sold twelve games so far.
4: But there was a huge
0: line. <laughs> huge line. Oh yeah. And everyone was watching it. It was like a show. It was fantastic. And they've got all kinds of signs back there, too. Um, uh, oh, yeah. uh I did not actually get to talk to them, but I, a, a few of the people at the uh, meet-up went and found like, the line editors at FFG and asked them about the uh, L5R RPG, and they are saying nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: Like the no-comment kind of nothing, or... Yeah, yeah, like we're not We're uh, not right we don't now. have anything to say.
3: We we're not talking about that right now. Hey, have you bought the new card game?
1: Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. I get it. So they're on message just, and so who knows. To put it in perspective for me, Bill, like Gen Con show floor E three. Which one's bigger?
3: Oh, Gen Con.
1: Okay. Really? Gen Dude, Con I- versus I- Comic Con. I-
3: It feels feels like it's bigger. Now, E3 is is across two halls, but Gen Con... So here's the thing. I think the E3 combined show floor could be bigger, but the footprint for Gen Con blows it away. Yes. Because not only is there the show floor, then you get all the gaming rooms. Oh, and by the way, if you want to go into the open gaming area... You go over to Lucas Field where the frickin' Colts play, and they have everything set up, like, on the stadium field.
0: They've got four hotels, Indiana Convention Center, and the Lucas Oil Field.
4: All connected.
0: All connected, and it's, yeah, yeah, it's all all within walking distance, and that is, like, the entirety of the convention space. It is incredible.
4: I know this for for a a (laughs) fact because I actually am walking. The entirety of the length Of this particular uh, Of the space because where I'm running Games is pretty much Ice Station Zebra Where it is far (laughs) Far away and the only thing Further away from us is The moon so that I feel really Good about that because that says a lot about what I'm Doing
1: So, uh, So Comic Con Versus Gen Con size
4: well, uh, attendance-wise, it's probably a third. Actually, that's a good point to say that Gen Con, because this is the 50th anniversary, Gen Con 50 is completely sold out.
0: Yeah, this is the first time in the history of the convention it's been sold out. Yes. Mm. We don't know what that number is. I'm guessing it's somewhere in the mid-five figures, so maybe 50K. Probably. I'm guessing.
2: All right. Yeah, so Sir Guido's saying that Comic-Con is bigger than Gen Con from what he can tell.
0: I think oh. it kind of is.
1: Um, no, no, Comic Con's
3: a oh. hundred thousand plus. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. To yeah. be like 130,
3: 140. Right, right, but, right. So the number of people, but I like. I'm telling you, like Comic Gen Con just sprawls over areas.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Whereas Comic Con is is a compact it's sort of a deal.
0: Horrid. The, the the convention space they have is pro- Very very very. Similar to like the Anaheim Convention Center. It's vast. Okay. I mean, do you remember? Did you ever go to uh, Gen Con West?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You remember that big, huge room with all of the t- rows and rows of tables and no people? Right. Imagine it full. I got it. Or imagine there being people there. With but that compared but that's to just that. that one
3: gaming space. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's like one portion of what Gen Con
1: is. So, uh, yeah. Master, Master Vidar in the chat said. Really sorry about the Ennies, Dave.
3: Eh? Oh, what? You didn't win an any. No. It was just. How do you feel? <laughs> you didn't win
4: an any. It was just a privilege to be nominated. Oh, they paid you to say that. <laughs> no, he
0: wants. Imagine he wants to be nominated he, again. I'm,
4: That's what. G, G, Dave, what's it like to be nominated? It's just an honor to be nominated.
1: Look, just, just hang in there, man. Keep writing games for the next 15 years, and you'll get one
0: like like uh, Leo DiCaprio. Right. If we can stack the deck, because like, in the next couple of weeks, they, they pick who the judges will be. <laughs> we'll just stack the deck.
4: All right. Bye, uh, off. Actually, uh, and, uh, and to talk a little bit about <coughs> the Annie Awards, if, if you don't mind. So, Uh, Going to that was actually a really cool experience because it was taking place at Union Station and it was actually a very nice venue that they were having. It wasn't like 10 or 20. The the entirety Uh, how many people would you think was there? Maybe at the – Hundreds. No, about hundreds,
0: but probably about 75.
4: Yeah, about 75 to 100 people. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty but that's much. all that was done. And it oh. was and their really friends, cool.
0: And their friends didn't, didn't yeah, so just... the
4: the point being it was actually a very nice experience and I realize it sounds like me trying to be polite, <coughs> but no, it was actually really cool to see uh, so many people there that were actually involved in the industry, rooting for the industry yeah. as opposed to people going, you know, what's going on around here? What is it that you do with it, it, it actually was a really cool thing to do, and I hope to be able to be nominated in the future. And let me just say, that's not what he said when we were at the bar. God <laughs> <goodness>. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, because Dave is not known for being a colorful guy at all. No, no,
0: no, no, no. He's a, he's a, he's a vanilla piece of paper.
4: Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Milk Post. Oh, okay. I'm happy to just be nominated for the first ten minutes he cry he cry
1: Oh, I would love to have that nominee cam that they do right? like at the Oscars
4: actually the the cool thing actually the, the second cool thing is that the Emmy awards in the union station did have a bar. At the place, so I'm not. Yeah, so so basically, that's awesome. Yeah, it was I'm actually kidding. pretty cool, you know, because that's I almost so had my little. Uh,
1: <laughs> breaking up!
4: Did you get up on
0: stage with a yeah. bottle of? bourbon? Yeah. This game's cool, but I just want you to know. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of cost. There were almost no cosplayers on, on. Thursday. Right, but today Today there's a bunch and there'll be a shit ton tomorrow. Including sure. professional
3: compensated cosplayers, which will be uh shit. Kenny asked about. What so was, it was the awesome
4: what was the craziest cosplay you saw? <coughs> the craziest cosplay yeah. like that I saw. Uh
3: there was the I don't know if it was craziest. The one I I, I like the one that made me smile the most was um a group of people that were wearing like all black like if you were in theater and you were trying to be the, in the oh, background the... all black but then their so, headgear. Right. all dice oh.
1: Oh.
3: oh no you're getting oh. oh bob ross oh that's true but they were selling a game there was a guy dressed as bob ross
0: with the big bob ross's art chill.
4: Chill. he's amazing yeah he's awesome
0: He's, he's, he's got a, a big Caucasian fro. He's
4: fantastic. He was great. My favorite had to have been the space ball you, uh, guys because I was running a game, and they were walking down the hallway. And at some point, I saw them, and I gave the space ball uh, salute. And they all stopped, and they all turned, and they all gave it back, and then they just marched off the way I'm thinking – that was the best, like you know. That is my That's
2: awesome right there. Is that a movie? So, apparently, apparently Saturday is cosplay day.
4: Oh, says yeah, someone in the chat.
2: So tomorrow's
4: the cosplay parade. Now, I, the, 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 guess what? Bill's dressing up as
2: an American.
3: Uh, Fat. an expat.
4: Batbeard. beard. <laughs>
2: uh,
3: <laughs> No, actually, though, we did find out that today, speaking of cosplay, the Angry GM was last dressed year. up as... Was, last oh, was that last year? That was last year. Oh, we, we saw photos of uh, Angry GM dressed as Sailor Jupiter. How was that meetup, by the way?
0: With that Angry was... GM. It was... He did... Uh, we met Angry GM. He did a live recording of... Word of the Week. The GM Word of the Week. Did he tell you you were wrong? No. No, he was actually very nice. Okay. He was actually very nice. Okay. Um, I introduced... My, he looked at me. He's like, I think I might recognize you from the picture in your Twitter feed, and I and I recognize him right away, of course. And it went up. And he's tall. He's tall. Either that or I'm short. He's a tall. Drink of water. No, he's a tall
3: guy. He's like, he's like he's a good six. He's four. taller
0: than he looks on Twitter. Uh, he's got he's got very hairy arms.
3: He's hairy. He just got a lot of hair going on, except on his head.
0: That's why he's yeah. so yeah, angry. He has like a, a, a cloak of warming <laughs> made <from> human hair. <laughs> But the 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 live recording was very good. the the word The word of the of the week was dragon, and it had a lot of history of dragons and different cultural things about dragons. And he kept interrupting the guy who reads it because he only writes the script, right? And then Fiddleback and Fiddleback reads it oh, and, and produces the show. So he's hmm. there reading the script, and Angry Jim sitting there. I'm like, I hope he just didn't sit there the whole time because he's a freaking character, and then he's yeah. like oh wait a second there's something meant to put in and, but I didn't and he would go well,
3: off he interrupted him like four times and yeah and, but they were all like super interesting and funny and fascinating things and the whole time Fiddleback's like I'm like I'm talking and you're <laughs>
0: bothering me that's great he yeah. had a
3: great had a great thing he's, like,
0: he's uppity for a, basically an <laughs> audio editor yeah well you'd know <laughs> 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 but uh, that was it was fun uh, we offered to go buy him a beer, and he's like, ah, fuck you guys. I don't even know who you guys are. Get out of my face. You're not in my league.
3: I know. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. So, uh, he well,
1: he beer. had to live up to his angry reputation. So. Oh, yeah.
0: Right. He, he flipped on, like, instantaneously. Oh, yeah. I, 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 we're gonna ha- he, he gave me shit for not having him on the show. I told him we'll have him on the show again. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. So am I. Some of our listeners aren't, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, they'll pay the price.
0: They'll pay... Yeah, they will. They will. No, by the way, back to the cosplayers. The the cosplayer that stood out to me was the guy who cosplayed Rorschach from The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. I, I see. Yeah. He looked... He had the mask with the little Rorschach symbol on it, and he was wearing the trench coat with the fedora.
4: Yeah, it was fantastic. I saw, He was in a hurry, so I couldn't get a picture. There, there were two that I really liked. One was a guy that was cosplaying as Stan Lee... <laughs> and that's so much nice. so, yeah, that so much crazy. so that Mrs. Dave went through and and said, "Is that really Stan Lee?" And had to be. Did Kirk. he have a soapbox that he stood on with him? Nobody. You know he he kept stealing money out of people's
3: wallets. Nice. So totally on, on brand. That's great.
4: We're just kidding. We love Marvel Comics and Stan Lee. Stan. My guess is he he was going around demanding cameos. There you go. And the second thing. <laughs> was uh, actually there were two people dressed as Thor. There was one was the regular movie Thor and then for those of you who follow Marvel Comics, there was the female Thor and they were both posing for pictures and they were both dudes <coughs> and awesome. And female Thor had a bigger beard than male Thor and I went, you rock it. That's, That's the most awesome. awesome thing and I honestly thought I gotta take a picture for Chris to see female Thor with a beard Because right. you know, I knew she would appreciate that But right. I didn't get an opportunity Because I was going off to Ice Station Zebra To run a Spirit of 77 right. game
0: on, on about the, the, the uh, Indiana Convention Center <coughs> On like two of the four sides Or two of the three sides of it We named a dog Indiana They had tw- uh, 10 to 12 food trucks Yes On oh, each street
4: yep. Nice. We should make a game about that
0: Right?
3: Yeah. No, that's
0: a lame idea. That's gonna be a shit nah. game. <laughs> For Frizen Guard.
3: Guard.
2: Oh,
0: by the way, I got I got a,
4: a digital goodie from Monkey Fun Games <gasps> really? in my email.
0: Did yeah. yeah. I, did. I hear
4: too. I hear they're <gasps> drunken bastards. All of them. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Sure. They can't
4: are. even win an any award. <laughs> well, I, I mean, know of what's wrong not. with it's, Of course not. It's it's okay. <laughs> I should never up.
3: have even been nominated. I heard well, that they are up for an Emmy Award.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best he could hope for is an Audi Award.
0: <laughs> right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really stood out. I've been looking at a lot of Warhammer stuff, so I went and looked at a lot of Warhammer terrain. That oh my people god! Had built.
3: Some of the models. We were, we were looking at one game these guys are playing, and Stu's taking some photos at the time, <coughs> and then he looks at this tank model. And he looks at me and he says, oh, I'm shamed. Oh my God. It's unbelievable.
0: It was so gorgeous. It was like the, the guy who
3: painted nice. it miniaturized himself so he could actually get in there and paint everything. <laughs> it was insane. I have to assume that guy has no social life he's spending all his time painting those minis because they
0: were incredible. That's not
1: nice.
3: Truth doesn't have to be nice.
0: Tomorrow they're doing the, the Warhammer Finals. Yes, and the painting contest. So I want to definitely go see that because I want to. I want to see like the award-winning painting jobs.
1: That's that's the. I painted this entire model with a brush that only has three
0: hairs. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because Joe Coleman, <clears throat> right there. I also picked up a copy of *Urban Shadows Cool. The hardcover.
1: Oh, say, say that again, Stu. Oh, oh, you, no. you broke up there. You picked up a copy of...
0: Urban Shadows. Urban Shadows. Which is the... that That's the Powered by the Apocalypse... Of... Yeah! <laughs> uh, it, it's the, Gee. like, urban fantasy game.
4: I imagine you could probably run a Dresden Files-ish game in it. Okay. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I also got to hang out with some of the Savage Worlds guys, and... You know they're right. We should just savage it. (laughs) Uh, gnashing of teeth from so many. I'm kidding. For God's sakes, jeez. But they were actually really cool guys. The thing that um, I was really happy to pick up. I was (laughs) happy to pick up the pre-order for the Big Trouble in the Little China game. Yeah. Came along with if you pre-ordered it at Gen Con. A six-demon bag. Oh. That's right, baby. I got fire, wind, all that kind of thing. I was put in this world to get it. <coughs> oh, by I, the I'm way. I'm telling
1: you. Go ahead. Um, I, if if my lotto dreams come true this week, I've got a line on an auction for an old tour bus that's been used in Yosemite for years and years. But the whole reason is because it's the exact same make and model as Egg Shen's bus. Nice. Oh my God. Uh, oh my
3: God. Uh, and as you can see, Stu and I are wearing our new fezzes. Yeah, that's
1: that's class and dignity right there.
3: Yep, which are from Arama. Uh, uh, Tell Jason actually, and Maya I said hi. Yeah, yeah. By Jason and Maya, own it, and uh, which are friends of ours from the Ren Fair days. And uh, they made these amazing commemorative 50th Gen Con teases.
1: Those, those are bought. rad.
0: I bought a second one today. They're so awesome. I bought two,
1: just just in case. You gotta.
4: Well, I got, I got one for the skull. It was the emergence. oh,
1: very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: That works. That right. Works. Um, yeah. I'm of course wearing the monkey the, the monkey scout uniform. You know, sure. Right, well, are, yeah. so like, <laughs> <77 laughs> right there. I am. of fact, you can even see like I'm part 77 right there. Self. That's right.
3: That's, and if God. I'll lean in a little more. I actually bought a Gen Con denim shirt, so I have the 50th Gen Con things. So we are spending all Weird. our hard-earned money on stupid Gen Con shit. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because who needs rent? That's right. Rent's for suckers.
1: You're, you're that guy that wears the T-shirt of the band you're going to see to the band you're going to see.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else... That really stood out. I don't think there was. We spent a lot of time in the dealer room. We haven't. We played yeah. one
3: game, which was the BattleTech Battle game. So tomorrow, Stu and I are going to play so lots of games. What's that like? What's that like to play one game? Was, we're it's okay. We, we've been we've been consumers. It's okay good. yeah.
4: The um. Oh oh. Go ahead. Actually, the other thing is that this morning I ran the Orc Stomp, which is the five k. Uh, a fun run that's part of uh, it's a tradition here at Gen Con and part of my my buddy exile uh, the, my friends at Exile Game Studio. They what they do is they have what's called the Raptor Run, where they have members of the of the Exile Game group to dress up as dinosaurs and run the race. And so if you beat the, race, uh, the, the Raptors, you get a new badge or a, a new ribbon for your badge. Oh, yeah, so that was something that was actually a lot of fun to do this morning. Next, I, I had eggs.
0: Uh, by the way, <laughs> the, the, reason the, the reason there was a Bob Ross cosplayer is because he was selling a game, which is the Bob
4: Ross... Art of Chill. Art of Chill.
1: <laughs> that the- I will check that out,
4: yeah, for sure. I also saw the breaking... no. The, Breaking Bad card game was it a card game or yeah, board game? It's a
0: card game, I think. Yes,
4: it's, I thought it was a chemistry set.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old nineteen uh, fifties. <laughs> cool. Like, yes. is it radioactive? Kids' play set. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. One of the one of the things that I actually, as we figure out what we're going to go play tomorrow, that I am intended to do is kind of take a, at some point for a couple of hours take a tour through the dealer room and just go to wherever people are demoing whatever their crazy new weird game is and just stop and play because like every booth has got demos <coughs> and some are like five ten minutes to give you an idea for it and other ones are like well, yeah sit down and play a whole session of this game with us for board game
4: Right.
0: so there's just like tons of opportunity to try out whatever you're seeing for sale
1: yeah that's awesome
0: is that is all that we got? You, you, I gave you guys emails to do, right? Yeah.
1: Yes, we did one while we were waiting for your call, and we'll do the other one when you're done.
4: Oh, okay. oh so my schedule tomorrow is that at 2, of, was it two three. or 3. three uh, Indiana- Good thing James there. Good afternoon. I am 77, which was nominated for any goddammit. Did it win? And, Shut up. And, <laughs> and
1: I believe that I was one of the original players of that game.
3: Actually, yeah, and to be honest... That's why it was nominated. Right.
4: As God's my witness, as I was sitting there and uh, drinking my beer, I'm thinking, okay, what would I say? And I was going to thank the Happy Jacks podcast for being there, including yourself, and you know what they did? They screwed you out of it, Kadeem. They screwed you.
1: My moment of any fame has been flushed away.
4: Damn them to hell! They knew
0: you might mention us, which is why you didn't win. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because
3: there can be no mention of Happy Jacks on no. No. the podcast in the end.
4: Role playing's
1: dirty little secret.
4: They that's us. us for those of you listening of course I do appreciate any awards I want to make sure that next year whenever we submit uh, we think... definitely want to be concerned oh, wait, we have, have to... nothing to do with any of these people here that are actually you know we we just kind of showed up here they shared an Uber with and us we have us nothing idea. We, know what, we don't wait, know what they're talking you about you have to submit shut up Oh, oh, no, you got to pay. Shut up!
3: That's
4: why we're never talking. Shut up! No, I up. paid twice. Shut, I paid shut twice up, Roper, 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 shut up. You left the Euro- European Union. You have no vote. <laughs> wow. I don't think yeah, he was... You entered through the Brexit yeah, door. Bre- you do, you brexited, brexited through the gift shop. No, I, you make- I Brexited. He, brexited. I,
1: think, I think he technically amer exited well, oh, now you're all broken up. I, I made a joke and now Skype dies.
4: I just so got from uh, Amorexia. Amara- 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 I was going to go there. Yeah, yeah. Because just like oh, oh, Time
1: out. Time Post- out. What? I, hold on. You guys are breaking up real bad.
0: Yeah, it's because we're talking to much.
1: We're seeing Karen Carpenter.
0: Shut up. We're having a moment. All right. It's time for us to leave, probably, so you can finish the show. Yeah, finish for, the show, for God's sake. And make sure you mention Easy Roller Dice. and Thank you, Easy Roller Dice, for thank sponsoring you. this episode of Happy you. Jacks. I was totally hoping there was going to be an Easy Roller Dice booth at Gen Con so I could go by and say hi and not have to buy dice. Fantastic. Because they might give them to me. But, they, but bro- they might not. I don't know.
3: But Stu Still did here. buy something very special for people back home. I bought, I bought I,
0: for the vampire people. <gasps> I did. Oh. Oh. Bags of real blood. <laughs> I yeah. Yeah. Yes, see-through corsets That's what I bought oh. <laughs> There's one For stork. I bought
4: When I watch that show Is stork in a see-through corset Because let's face facts Scully is coming back And Timmy's gonna have to wear the see-through corset I'm sorry, so, stork in the game? I went- <laughs> I whatever. Whatever.
1: That That's down the aisle at Gen Con That you have to walk through the beads, right? <laughs> right
4: Who feels dirty? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, Dave, thank you for uh, steering the ship while I'm gone. I appreciate it. No what problem. No let's, what?
1: let's see That's if I get to like terrorize you yourself, your poor uh, dog sitter uh, when I leave.
0: Uh, um, she might uh, be there by now. I don't know. Yep. The dog sitter. Anyway, so
1: right. have fun Thanks. the rest of your trip. Safe travels home, everybody. We'll all right. Thank catch you. you all on the flip side.
0: And uh, someone remind me to put this episode up with this episode out. Well, thank this, you. Um, yeah, yeah. Take care, guys.
1: Adios. Bye. Austin
0: <laughs> mm.
2: So that happened. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it, and it was better than I thought it might
2: be. Yes. And it, it lasted longer than the calls before we started.
1: Right. Yeah. The test calls only lasted about two and a half minutes. Yeah.
2: But that one went. If your Skype call lasts longer than two and a half minutes, consult your IT tech.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or buy a hamster. <laughs> Whatever you have to do. Uh, let me get back to where I can see the chat room. Alright. Yeah. chat room's been chatting. Well, that's what they're there for. But now I can actually kind of see it. Yeah. In addition. Anyway. Since our report from Gen Con. They don't ever sound that drunk because if they get to the point where they really, really sound drunk, that means that Stu and Bill are about to die, because they're quite professional at their yeah. skills. Dave, however, yeah, well, you can tell the literal lightweight in the room. Yeah, he <laughs> just doesn't doesn't handle it as well. All right, so. <clears throat> Let's finish up with the email from Ben in Texas. Hi, Ben. Dearest douchebags, in a game I was running, the player characters had a bit of a mournful moment after a fight where a beloved NPC suffered a horrible fate. The trickster wandered off, clearly wanting someone to follow her to have a meaningful character interaction. The other two, fairly new players, didn't pick up on it, which is a separate problem. So I had the vampire hunter they were traveling with go and give an inspirational speech about the burden of being a hero, etc. Except, I kind of choked. I ended up regurgitating a quote from Luke Cage or something. Uh, The party sort of pretended that I had pulled it off and the trickster's on a kick about being a hero now, but I can't help but wish I actually said something cool. I feel like as the DM I'm often in a position where the game is only cool overall... If I can deliver good NPC dialogue, or set a scene dramatically, or give exposition that interests the players, rather than putting them to sleep. Please give me all your secrets for being constantly awesome. Thanks, Ben from Texas.
2: I think it's just genetic.
1: A little bit. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, like the yeah. developing the mm-hmm. skill to really improv well right. is absolutely a yes, skill. And, yes,
2: and some people are, are born with more of a knack than others. Yeah. I'm more of the... Others side of (laughs) that
1: But uh, It's also something you can kind of practice I've talked before about my love For uh, Fiasco as a game Because it really is just all improv It's all just back and forth with people And somebody throws something out there And now it's true And everybody's in And you all have to kind of work around it Um, As far as like Having something that you can pull out um, I actually I actually mirror something that you kind of did um, I tend to immerse myself in the media of whatever game I'm running or right. thinking about or playing in and it gives you kind of a wide variety of things that you can cobble together in your head so it's not like every inspirational speech has to be with great power comes great responsibility but you can have some wider mm-hmm. angle that you can look at and run with. Um, especially if you just kind of get into the mindset about like a right. genre or something. You can kind of. Know
2: your setting. I mean, it's going to help in, in all aspects of, of the GMing, but the more you know a setting, the more you can pull from other aspects of the setting to fit where your players are currently. Um, yeah, you know the the cool speeches and whatnot. You c- you can definitely plan them cool if you've got, if you've got one planned out, but when it's when it's the impromptu one like this one, yeah, that's the one that takes. Yeah, a little bit of extra something.
1: Um, I I personally know that my my big weakness is like dramatic stuff. Like if somebody has to have a big right. dramatic hero moment, that's when as a GM I'm not super comfortable. Um. 'Cause I tend to try and be a like in general as a person I'm a funnier guy than I am a big dramatic person. So I'm much yeah. easier with the humor angle right. than I am with the being serious and kinda getting stuff out there. Yeah uh,
2: definitely practice. Um Yeah. Uh games like fiasco like Dave said, you know, stuff that practices that muscle.
1: You can even look... uh, I forget, there was an improv book that we talked about on the show a long time back. There
2: was, yes.
1: I don't remember what what the book was called.
2: Um, I'm sure someone in the chat room knows. They're good for something out there, right?
1: Yeah. Um... Sorry. I had to respond about my love for uh, Tales from the Loop that apparently won the best product of the year, Any Um, Nice. It's a really cool kind of mix between like the the genre of like in the 80s kids could still have adventures like the the Goonies and that kind of a feel and Stranger Things more recently and uh, like Odd future reality stuff hmm. Like They call it the 80's that never was okay. And it's basically like After World War 2 Technology went in an entirely different direction And we ended up with some crazy Advanced stuff hmm. But it still ends up being the 80's right? So it just there happens to be like Flying transport trucks
2: The hair and the peg
1: pants and Yeah all of that's a thing <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a really cool system. Uh, I really, at some point, can't wait to play and run it, it.
2: Their own system, or is it? It's it feels
1: a little bit apocalyptic. Okay, because it sort of has the play sheet, like the the, the playbooks sort right. of a thing for each character. But you build a dice pool instead of roll two d six and blank to blank is a success. It's right. you just have to roll like you build a dice pool and then you have to roll a six. So if, you know, if your skill's a two and you have some item that gives you a plus two, then you roll four dice. If you get a six, you succeeded. That's a super simple mechanic, but it's kind of a fun system and I really dig it. Nice. Um, and I actually picked it up entirely based on the art. Because it's this super cool, like, kids from the 80s will totally remember the way this looks. But then there's just a fucking giant robot, <laughs> and you're like, "What?" <laughs> like, okay, cool, all right. I'll definitely have to look into that. Yeah, it's it's a really neat game. Um, I picked it up on the same lines as I bought Scythe, the board game. Mm-hmm. That's I found I saw the guy's art, and I loved it. And then I found out that some other guy that makes board games loved the art, hired the dude oh. to do the artwork for their game, and it's all this like post-World War yeah. One steam diesel mechs and shit. Yeah.
2: yeah, I was bird sitting for a friend of mine and it was sitting still shrink-wrapped on his table and I was looking at it and I needed <laughs> to bug him to play it.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's a really cool game. And it's got a cool board game mechanic of everybody gets sort of like a play card and it has little spots. And you put little wooden cubes or shapes into the spots. And they can only
2: go one place. Is there a timer? That it <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay.
1: Nor do you have to get tweezers and reach in <laughs> and pull them out and hope you don't hit the side. Yeah, but it's it's a cool it's a cool game. It's cool. fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's really it's practice and just knowing your players, like knowing what's gonna hit them. Right. If you want to try and give a big dramatic speech, give a speech that they care about. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Throwing something from someone's past or or something of this. You know, villain was doing that that irked them. That you know about, just you know, throw a reference to that in. Um, anything to make things personal to the characters, especially if it pisses off the players. You know, because they they hate that NPC or whatever. That's that's gonna get them more invested.
1: Yeah, totally. But uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're good. It's going to be a little short show, but we didn't know how much or how well the Skype-in from Gen Con was going to go. Um, I'm jealous. I really do want to go at some point, but uh, we'll see. Once my children get older and can feed themselves. Yeah. Yes, that's, <laughs> then that's I can, where I'm at. Then I can consider um, doing that.
2: Uh, quickly going back to the last email here. Heavy Metal Jess says, Prepared has some good improv stuff.
1: Prepared, okay. Very I don't cool. know
2: what Prepared is, but... Google something go. yeah.
1: about Prepared and see what comes up. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, um, thanks again for uh, Easy Roller Dice, for your continued support. Uh, we're happy to continue to use your products. Back that
2: tray, everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to back it as soon as I get to the first of the month. This yeah. Kickstarter will last that long, at least. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, see some of you very soon in a couple of weeks at Strategicon. Uh, yes, Gateway. Gateway is this one, right? Um, I always, I always end up just calling it September Con, September Con. It's, it's yeah. so much easier. Um, but this one's called Gateway. So come and join us if you want. Eight o'clock on Saturday, the Saturday the second, I believe. Whatever
2: uh, weekend that Saturday um, is.
1: Yeah, we uh, we put on the show. Live, and uh, it's always fun because we are really drunk by that point. Um, So some of you I'll apologize in advance to because you'll listen to it and you'll be like, oh my god, that Dave guy is so drunk again. (laughs) And others of you will be amused by my antics, so it'll be awesome. Uh, Yeah, so that's about that. Let me make sure I do all this closing stuff right. It's gotten all... Complicated and official. Uh, Never
2: Unprepared.
1: Never Unprepared. That's what Heavy
2: heavy men just meant.
1: Oh, yes, okay. Never Unprepared. Oh, that's that Gnome Stew thing. Thanks, Vidar. Yes. Uh, I was aware of that. Um, Yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. I haven't read it either, but that's totally a good resource. Uh, I've seen it and vaguely perused it, but not sat down to read it. In its entirety, but thank you for joining us for season twenty, episode two of the Happy Jacks RPG podcast. Uh, Next week, we'll be back to the usual crew, and Stu will be here and make sure that things all work. And guest appearances have the right color Twitter handle tag. Some of you will probably notice that and comment. I'm the one that didn't know how to make the color right, so that's the thing. I didn't see it, so you don't care so much. All it is is your Twitter handle is white Instead of the sort of gold color everybody else's is And plain white It shows that you're special You're a guest star You get that special guest star I thought you were talking about my lack of tan (laughs) That's that's it (laughs) Um, And we will uh, I will see some of you back on the internet uh, Come Monday I believe there's probably a game going on on Sunday If Stu manages to survive his trip home Right, Um, and I believe this week is the Blood Blade and Tusk game. I'm liking that AP. Yeah, I want to play in that. It's a pretty cool. It's a cool concept. Like Stu just comes up with such amazing, cool concepts for games. Yeah, Um, I'm always jealous of that. But uh, yeah, so have a good night, everybody. Uh, We will begin the chat room. The closing. I got to do this right, or Stu will be mad. Where is it? ta oh, come on. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, it's probably this one. I forgot. I should have had the soundboard all queued up, but I didn't.
0: Way, so
1: we kind of did the farewell ahead of time Because yeah. I jumped the gun So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just following his instructions Farewell, farewell. <laughs> I'm Dave And I'm Weasel Creature <laughs> I don't know I've never seen a living weasel So I don't know I'm right here You're not alive You're harrowed <laughs> I know the truth.
2: (laughs) Sorry, more to edit.
0: The preceding program has been a presentation... Of the angry folk media empire. Bum, 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 bum.
2: There are many organs in the torso. Some are less important, some are more so. Some they make us laugh and some they give us gas. But if they preclude my drinking, then they must go. Oh, liver, let down. surgeon used to tell me that my nightly drinking it would kill me. He said there was no doubt that my liver would give out, but nothing but that foam yell will fill me. Oh, liver, let
4: die. Liver, let die. Oh, God, please deliver cirrhosis of liver.
3: So let's drink a toast unto my passing. And with all those aspersions they are casting, it appears I'll be the last. So to those that pass, I'll raise a glass, for it seems that all my doctors I'm outlasting. For